0: Bottom, bottom, Welcome back to Design Podcast with your host Wilson Two. And you know what? Let's just jump straight into it, and we'll get into the facts later. We're gonna pretty much uh, pick right off from uh, the last episode from reviewing the book "Steal Like an Artist." Last time, I believe we left up at rule number five. Or well, I guess yeah, I guess tip number five. Let's call, it. let's call it tip number five, where we're talking about side projects and hobbies. Right? It's always good to have hobbies on that. It's a quick review. But we're going to finish off the book with this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy. So, yeah. All right. Let's go, guys. The book review. Let me know if you guys want to hear more. I am going to do a couple more books. I am right reading another book right now called "Reading Talking to Humans by... I forgot his name already. But I've been reading it. It's a quick read as well. Anyways, we'll go back into that more. I already sort of reeled off. Tip number six. Actually be good at being unknown. All right, tip number six is pretty much called the secret. Do good work and share it with people. So the great thing about being a seeker is pretty much no one knows who you are. So there's no real pressure around you. There's no real expectations, I guess I I should say, around you. And this is a good time for you to really put in a lot of time in your work if you are not already someone that's popping off. Even then, you should, in my case, I feel like this tip kind of varies... It leans towards more people who are starting off. Uh, For people who are already doing things, for me, I feel like I'm not really someone who's that famous or anything. But even then, you can do something like a lot of famous people still do. Keep a lot of things under wraps. Because then at that point, you can still take your time. There's no pressure. There's no deadlines. Of course, it's like project goals. But if you don't meet them, no one knows about them. So there's not really a big pressure on them. It's not like you're running a company and then it's like... Demanded of you to meet that deadline for the client and so on, and so forth. That's different, but for your side projects or even a project you want to work on passionately, if you put your all into one project, no one's going to see the failures. Um, everyone's going to see how well you produce it, though. Um, there's actually a story I remember, I forgot the name or where I got it from. It must be from the internet somewhere, though. It's somewhere I listened to or read from, but uh, there's a guy who actually. Started off his own self ownership, self proprietary stuff something like. Anyways, he started a business. But what really kicked it off, kicked it off for him, that what really reeled in clients for him, was he was working on a package design for ice cream. Just a pop school, I believe it was a case study. I could be wrong. If you guys know what I'm talking about, uh, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> but pretty much what this guy did, he just worked. He just worked, worked, worked. And then out of nowhere, he was, he was already a respected designer, uh, package and product designer. But um, he was not that well-known. He was still respected. Uh, he was had a small community around him. But what really brought him a lot of clients that really propelled him forward was when he made this one uh, case study pack, package design that he's put so much effort. You can see the time. You can see the effort. You can see the quality in this work. And he put on on Behance. And... It got so many views. I forgot exactly how many, but it's, it was a lot. And it really got him a lot of praise, a lot of uh, recognition, a lot of familiarity from everyone. And it was actually really cool. And it's, I'll see if I can find it. If I do, I'll link it below in the description. If you guys listen to Spotify or whatever, I'll give the title there. So it would be a quick Google search if you guys want to see it or read it. Or if, it, if I can find where I heard it from, then yeah. Yeah, man. He just spent a lot of time, I believe they did an interview with him, and he pretty much followed his tip. No one knew where it came from. Like it just it seemed like it blindsided, but he was in the background working very hard. So don't be like one of those guys where they're like, oh, I'm on the grind, I'm on the hustle, you don't know my life, blah blah blah, and posting on Instagram every move they're making. Cause then it at that point, after a while, it gets kind of stale, I'm not gonna lie. Right? Any, any guy that's constantly posting like, oh, I'm on the hustle, I'm on the grind, he's spending more time trying to show off that he's trying to work rather than actually working. It's counterproductive. It's weird how that works. <laughs> Anyways, that's something to keep in mind for tip number six. Moving on to tip number seven, geography. Now, this one I actually definitely agree with and something uh, I guess I'm kind of doing right now. To connect to the internet. Take advantage of the internet. Whatever work you have, whether from side projects or hobbies or whatever, put it out there. Put it in the internet and see where it takes you. And then regardless if it's good or like make sure it's decent, I suppose, because you don't want to put too many bad things. Oh, I mean, you could too. Just this, like display like, oh, this is my fail. Like this is this failed because of this and that. I, I think that's still respectable, all right? But it's to connect through social media, it's a big tip for this one, geography, where you're not limited to be home anymore. Like, we're at the age, in the era where, I think they call it the information era, where everything is at our fingertips. Literally, literally everything's at our fingertips. We are, we are all wisdom gods. Like, technically, everyone knows everything, because as long as you have a phone with a Wi-Fi or an internet connection through data or whatever... You're pretty much as smart as the guy next to you. That's pretty much it, <laughs> right? Unless they specialize in something. That's that's something. That's something else. Because <laughs> I remember one time I tried to keep up with a, a talk with a scholar, a, a guy who's actually really smart. He studies like what's it called? Uh, I forgot what it called. it's called. Like biosynthetics. I forgot something. But he was pretty much trying to prove or research how to use bacteria to mine gold or to mine in general. And I was like, what? How? And then I tried Googling it. i like, oh, can I use the bathroom? Googled it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I come back, try, I say like two things. I'm like, oh yeah, man, it's just amino acids. And then he just looks at me like, what? The building blocks of life? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I just ended up embarrassing myself. <laughs> but you can connect through the internet with people that are actually relatable to you. Unlike what I did. Okay. So whatever community you in, I guess it kind of works for all parts, right? Because in the book, uh, the author, his name's Austin. The author, Austin Cleon, uh, says that his m- most of his mentors um, that actually helped him and everything were actually 90% of them, at least, were actually through social media uh, via Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And I think for designers, I think Instagram is probably one of the bigger ones, or even Pinterest, I believe. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's what I believe and what I experience because you see everyone's works. You can easily become a fan of them. You can see their work. You can respect it. You can leave comments. You can slide in a DM and be like, hey, man, I really appreciate your work. I really like it. And then they probably check out your profile and then be like, oh, yeah, this guy's pretty dope too, right? Um, So, yeah, that's another thing too. That's another thing I'm always scared of too, actually. I do want to reach out to more people on Instagram, but I just feel like I don't have enough content or uh quality on my page to really push it uh so that's something on me at least that's how i believe i always want to leave a good first impression so i probably need to work on my social media game more because i haven't posted on instagram at all i've been trying to do other stuff but i have have a lot of stuff i'm working on i should probably post like progress Uh, yeah something for me to think about too (laughs) anyways another big tip for number seven right another thing they mentioned was actually leaving home So it kind of, it's weird how this works. I'll explain why in the next tip they actually offer, which it's a little weird, but it does make sense. And I believe it's situational, but leaving home can actually make a lot of difference. Uh, They mentioned like, don't, when you come home, you can always come home and then everything will be the same. Unless you're like something like me, right? Which I'll explain in a bit, but once you leave home, you experience change and you experience something different. Which is actually really good for your brain to keep keep it fresh, keep it on its toes, and, you know, just keep your mind open to a bunch of different things. Which I do really agree with, right? Because the book mentions, like, just stay uncomfortable. You always want to be in an uncomfortable state. Well, not always, I should say, because, like, you got to relax sometimes, man. I want to kick back and read in a hammock or something, you know? Or sleep. Sleeping is pretty fun. <laughs> at least that's for me like i'm a, am literally a snorlax when it comes to real life anyways <laughs> but do leave home and see the difference see different things go further out and just go for a walk and stuff right notice things you don't really notice and maybe inspiration comes just comes to you i know the fact it does for me if i go for a walk or i'm on a drive i know i'm stuck in traffic for a nice like hour because toronto traffic is actually quite horrid I'd be listening to an book and stuff, and my mind kind of drifts off. Even when I'm walking, my kind of mind kind of just drifts off, and I just think of all these really cool random ideas. I kind of jolt down. I'm like, oh, this is could this could be a cool idea? I'll try it out. If it blows up, it blows up. If not, it's, it could be a good idea. All right, moving on to tip number eight: Be nice. Oh, man, sounds like my mom. Man, be nice. It's pretty much. Just be a good person. That's literally what the tip is. There's, it goes into detail what you should do or like tips on how to be a nice person, or like ways around and all that and like tips and tricks and what will come to you if you are a nice person. But if you're like, it's kind of like birds of a feather flock together. If you're a nice person. Nice people should sense that and they come to you, right? Even especially, even if you're like an introvert, right? And you're like shy or whatever. But you're still nice, right? Then people come to you and then you talk. Even if you talk a little bit, they can still sense what kind of character you are. In my opinion, at least. For me, when I walk into a room, I always scope out and talk to them a little bit. I'm like, okay, this person's nice, this person's nice. And it's like, oh, this guy kind of weird, but it's still nice. (laughs) Because some people are just like that and you kind of just go with the flow at that moment. But yeah, man, just be nice. And then they do the classic tip of standing next to talent. Like the whole classic, you guys probably heard it before, but if you're not the smartest guy in the room, stand next to the guy or person or whatever, you know what I mean. Like stand next to the person who you think is the smartest in the room and just absorb their knowledge. Talk to them, man. Cause, like, I think, who was it? No, I already forgot the story. I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't want to make up the stories that that's not true. Yeah, man. And that's it. That's it for tip number eight. Well, oh, oh, wait, no, I lied. There's one more is don't pick fights instead of picking fights make something yes i remember now tip number eight is pretty much don't pick fights and make something it's who was it who's who said this i forgot who said it again man i'm like i remember i always remember the content but i always forget the source so tip number eight be nice and don't pick fights man make something instead so you there's a bunch of ways to use motivation, but at this point is like different ways of using motivation. Anger is another good, powerful emotion you could use to put into your work. If someone's pissing you off or talking mad, like you know, shit, and like putting you down, whatever, or you're you know, you're not you're getting mean comments or whatever, like oh, this product shit, or like your design sucks, or whatever, blah blah blah. You know, don't let it get you down. Get pissed off. Get be mad. I'm like, yo, like these what f you man. Like, I can do whatever I want. My design's great, man. I can do it. Be like Kanye. Legit. Just have the mentality of Kanye and just put in the hours and put in the work and you come out on top. At least that's what they always say. And I believe there's an old saying where I believe it went, not everyone that works hard succeeds, but everyone that succeeds worked hard. There we go. That's the, that's the quote of the day. But literally use emotions in a, your advantage. Your Don't let it bring you down, right? And then the tip of the book says like if nobody like not nobody if like all these people talking shit and you get like a mean comment here and there on your upcoming you know or you get criticized don't bring it to heart that kind of stuff and at that point man let's just think about it and say f just say fuck you <laughs> be like all right man don't don't actually say fuck you because you don't know, want still you still want to be nice but look at them and in your head say like fuck this guy and that's how you kind of drown out the negative noise because you'd be so lost in your own work that you kind of forget about it and you just stay angry and then once you finish your job or like not job but finish your like project or working your project you just kind of sit there like oh kind of forgot why i was angry in the first place and you leave at that and then you go back to like oh you find out why you're angry in the first place then you use the anger again and go back to fucking work <laughs> right it, it's it's literally a win-win situation not really but Emotion could be a very powerful tool to put you up. All right, tip number nine, guys, is to be boring. It's the only way to get work done, which is actually kind of true. If you guys mentioned, or not mentioned, remember remember who I mentioned last time, Nendo, a Japanese designer, a man who is in charge of 500 ongoing projects, kind of like the guy from Marco Polo, Thousand Eyes. It's like, oh, you don't want to mess with them. Thousand Eyes. And then there's Nendo, 500 projects. Ah. doesn't it's not it's not as catchy but still the name the title still comes with weight (laughs) and it's like 500 projects he has to have some kind of google assistant like next level ai to keep up with 500 projects or he secretly just duplicates himself and we all just don't know it yet and that's just how good of a designer he is that he can have multiple personalities and then this personality is so strong okay i'm going off It's, uh, it could be something like that, man. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of. It still baffles me. Maybe I'll talk to you about the next podcast. Maybe Nendo will be my next topic for the podcast. Maybe design heroes or something. That's a good idea. Now you guys know my process. I just talk and I just have ideas come to me. It just comes to me, man. Anyways, being boring is pretty much you just want to be a regular guy. Main reason you want to be a regular guy, right? Just a regular nine-to-five doing this, taking care of yourself, sleeping, not going out, doing whatever, right, drinking like every weekend or drinking every night, oh, it, it kind of kills your creativity, because it kind of like, you know, killing your body, and your body and your mind is pretty much one, okay, because I know for a fact, if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm gone, I don't, I can't think straight, that's just me, and I know my boss, I was talking, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny talking about this, because I was talking to my boss today in the morning, and he was telling me like, do you watch the Raptors game, I'm like, nah, I'm like, Right now, it's NBA Finals going on with Toronto Raptors. Woo, go Raptors. But I, it's like, oh, no, nah, I went to, like, I go to bed too early to, for me to watch the game, right? And he's like, what? You're too young to go to bed early. I'm like, what What do you mean? And he's looking at me, like, shots. like, I don't know, man. He, he always goes to this thing where it's like a generation difference. Like, your generation is so different from ours. And it's not in a bad way. He just points out differences. it's kind of interesting because he always looks at me like when I was your age, we always go out to the bar and then hit on chicks or this and that. Or we always did this and that after work. I was like, nope, I go straight home and I read and I pretty much find more ways to work, right? And put in, like, not really work, but it's still play to me. People call it work, but I think it's more like play. And just think of ideas and all that. that. That's what's fun to me. And I think that's what will pay off in the end, truthfully. Um, and I need eight hours of sleep to constantly do that kind of stuff, right? I can't go out and drink every night. That's just me. Anyway, there's a good quote here. I want to read to you guys. Be regular and be orderly in your life so that you may be violent and original in your work, which I find quite true, right? Because, you know, have you ever heard the term where the most normal sounding, the most normal dude is probably the, the psychopath? right, that can actually, you know, end your life, <laughs> like in the TV shows and all that, like, uh, what's it called, American Cycle, I haven't watched that movie, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but I've heard American Cycles like that, like, this guy, you don't know if he's, he's like, he's the most normal talking, everyone thinks he's normal, he's a great guy, whatever, right, he's a nice guy, no one thinks much of him, and then you find out he's actually a murderer, and it, there's actually some truth in that, I don't know, I, at least in my lifetime, I came across some people, I was like, oh, this guy's like this, So cool, and he just I don't know normal. And then later on, I I heard I hear stories, or they tell stories, right? I'm like, what? I was not expecting you to punt a dog. It's like what? Anyways, (laughs) different story, different time. Um, that and another thing it tells you, right, is to keep your job. Don't jump into things. Take things slowly, right? Don't quit your nine to five just because you have an idea, right? Keep your nine to five because when you're bored, like you know, you're at nine to five, you still give your all work, whatever, because you still need to pay the bills. Don't do anything too irrational, at least that's my opinion. Right? You, maybe you have a great idea and go out and make a million bucks, but you know, always be uh, how should I say this? Calculative. Tip number nine doesn't really go into this, but I guess it's kind of my tip and how I go about things is be calculative. Um, at least for me, I'm a kind of analytical guy, I take calculative risk where I think of things first and then I test, scale, learn, and know. Once I once I test and scale, and once I have that confidence in myself and build that confidence, build that foundation, and by doing and learning, then I will actually you know, go to the point like, all right, I'm at the point where I believe I can just do this now. I can just put this full time. Where I'm actually in the middle of that right now. Where I am in the middle of the learning phase and being consistent and building habits for me to actually work and make something of myself right now i guess you could say <laughs> being a creative product designer full-time um hopefully it'll be my own studio one day okay next um another big thing is to <laughs> stay out of debt that's another book that, another thing that book mentions is stay out of debt and you know what <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's uh, quite true for me i hate debt I don't want to be weighed down by anything. Um, a man, a, like, what's it called? A USA president, candid- candidate, it's coming up. His name is Andrew Yang. If you don't know him, looking up. Uh, his whole motto is the Yang Gang. It's, I think it's pretty funny. But He's a very intelligible guy, very smart. I think he's a fantastic human being. From what I've seen and read, in my opinion, it's getting into politics, but... <laughs> yeah, that's one I only. The only reason I mention him is because he said this one thing with debt, because he was talking about the American debt crisis, and he's telling he was like he he was sharing his experience when he was like when he had debt, it felt like he was paying a mistress every month that he never met, and that's pretty much just true. That's what it kind of feels like. It's like you're paying, you're just giving mo- away money to some random person. If you can get rid of all that debt or start saving up, be financially responsible and all that, and get rid of all that debt, all that money you save on whatever, it goes into your pocket, and you save it, man. It's yours, right? Instead of paying the interest rate or whatever, right? And then plus, it kind of doesn't bog you down, right? Anything that stresses you out intensely, it's going to affect your creativity and your work productivity, right? That's why, like, little things add up. Little things add up. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. All right we're going on to tip number 10 Uh, creativity is subtraction the whole idea of less is more the whole idea of Oh choosing what to leave out all the whole idea of like this and that I want all this I want all that into this one thing it's gonna be the greatest thing because it does everything in reality you wanted to do one thing really well or following the principle of design of the 80 20 rule 80% of the stuff and all that that should be done and being used is going through 20% of it. I don't know if I explained that right. The 80/20 rule, is pretty much 80% of everything that's supposed to be done and that's used should be done through 20% of the actual functions, right? Example, um let me see if I can put this in a good example. There's a whole bunch of examples actually. It's like traffic. 80% of traffic is governed governed by 20% of traffic lights, right? 80% of sales for most companies is driven by 20% of the products. 80% of the time you're on Instagram, you're using 20% of what's actually there. So the whole idea of less is more. You don't do. You don't want to let your product or thing doing everything at a mediocre level. You want to do a few things really well, and that's the unique selling point of it. Like, all right, this does this really well and that's why people are drawn to it. So choosing what you leave out is the biggest challenge. So there's a quote from Jack White I want to read to you guys. Telling yourself you have all the time in the world, all the money in the world, all the colors in the palette, anything you want, that just kills creativity. Where limitations actually creates creativity. It forces you to think outside the box. It forces you to think and have different perspectives and things. That's why you see in a lot of uh, design works, at least anything uh, related to clients, uh, like brand building, brand strategy, product design, or um, illustrations. Yeah, you know, I guess sometimes illustration or graphic design. I get, I should say, or UI, UX designers. You always want to put yourself in the client's shoes, in the fact like. You want to understand what they're struggling, what they're going through, so you know what they don't need, and you can take that out. Example, like, if a lady is walking with, uh, I forgot what it's called, the little pusher, like, you know the guys with the little cart? That helps them stand up, and they kind of walk with it, and you put, and it has wheels, and, it, like, you know, as they walk, the wheels go, and then helps them stand up, and it helps them get away, or not get away, go around places, Right? Uh, they don't they just need those wheels and they just need that uh, rail to keep support they don't need uh, a seat that comes with it and become a bike pedal they don't need a drink holder they don't need this this stuff and that stuff right that could become a burden or too much for the actual thing it doesn't need to be a rainbow it could be just simple matte color so cheaper to manufacture that kind of stuff Or even like, yeah, so like even uh, on websites, I don't know about you guys, but like I feel like websites, designers, oh man, you guys need to take notes. At least the outdated ones nowadays, right? I see some outdated ones where they have this video that just pops up and all these things pop, all these ads pop up. Oh, it's so much, right? You want to get rid of all that because you just want to see that 20% of the stuff, right? It should not be 20% stuff you're going to use. Is done through 80% of what you need to go through right it's horrible it's literally a traffic jam it's bottlenecking Um, yeah man that's tip number 10 but yes yeah, that's right creativity is subtraction less is more that seems to be the case from like what's it called years now like the Japanese had it right like minimalism I wonder what sport as, as minimalism like you could like everyone's on this whole craze of minimalism minimalism, right? But they do have come with a good point where less things is more and it's beautiful, simple, it's easier for people to communicate with or use, really. Because if something looks intimidating, you'll have, you have, you have a harder time learning it or using it versus something that just looks attractive, right? Which is another part of the principles of design. we must should read you guys, not read you guys, I should explain to you guys the principle of design. I have this book that has like what 80 80 principles or whatever I, it's a really really good book maybe i'll write a blog or something about it but that's also a really really good book i recommend it it's called principles of design it's a blue book blue and white and has like it's all like all the principles in alphabetical order uh with numbers starting first and yeah it's actually very, very good i recommend the read um yeah man so pretty much that is the entire book how to steal like an artist very inspiring book. I definitely definitely recommend you guys buying it. I think it's so good. Right? I'm just quickly going through the last pages, making sure I don't miss anything too important. Right. It doesn't look like I'm missing anything out. Ch- Tip number ten is the shortest because well, I guess it stay true to itself. Less is more. I'm trying to communicate in the very few words. I think the whole book actually follows that rule because it doesn't really say anything more than it needs to. Like I think they set the perfect amount. Because, like, I've seen some design books where there's pages and pages of, like, uh, as if it's a fantasy novel. It's explaining things that you don't really care or need to know because you're going to skim it because you get bored. And then the text is boring and there's no pictures or anything. There's nothing visually engaging. Right? Uh, unless you like reading books. You know, stuff like that. I like reading books, but I also like pictures. You know, It'll just keep me engaged. <laughs> but, yeah that is steal like an artist and we're coming up to the half an hour mark wow man i didn't think i'll take half an hour to spend all tips all 10 tips um but yeah man i definitely re- recommend getting this book maybe i'll put it below i don't know if i'm an amazon affiliate yet but if i am i'll put it down there if i'm not i'm still gonna put it down there because i really want you guys to check out the book read it in whatever way you can right uh support the artists and all that if you get the book in different means whatever bro I just recommend you guys reading it, man. It's a very, very good book. Inspired me. Kind of helped me build some of the habits I'm building right now. And, uh, on my way to becoming whatever. Just helping in just different ways. Anyways, okay. That's the book. I hope you guys enjoy the book. And I'm going to explain like share a little bit share a little bit myself with you guys. So you can tune out now if you want. Or you want to hear about my day or week. Then stick around. You know, I really appreciate you guys sticking around and just listening to me. Coming up. Uh. I need to work on, well not need to, I'm working on it now, but making more content from my Instagram page, you guys want to check that out, I definitely will be posting up more soon. I just want to have everything ready first and have everything planned so that I can backlog it. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do, we'll see, maybe I'll just, you know, just be able to have them just do it. It's like making a post is not that hard, just have to make a thoughtful post Take take a couple extra minutes to really make it pop. But couple of plans is i want to show you i want to share my website design journey with you guys so far right uh so i bought divi that's a theme uh, i bought to work on website design and it's purely just the aesthetics um and a little bit of the workaround and the user experience and all that nothing crazy like coding, I don't know anything about coding for websites, one of my friends told me, and it's like, oh, you should know coding, you should do this and that and that, it's so easy, blah, 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 just take three months, and it's like, alright, chill out, man, like, I don't, I don't know, time, time versus efficiency, you know, like, I don't know, I mean, it's time versus results, man, like, I'm not gonna put in that much time to get not the results I want, I'm not gonna be a website dude, like, coder or anything. I just want to do website design just to make my portfolio, my website pop and do it as a side hustle, right? Um, I'm learning that right now. I'm thinking I'm getting pretty good. I'm getting a good grasp of it, and I think it's very, like, it's very fun. I'm not going to lie. It's really cool. As I look at more and more uh, web designs, right, and some of the things people think of, I'm like, oh, that's so cool and stuff, right? Like mine so far, I think it's sleek. I think it's clean. Just, you know, bias. I think it's pretty cool. Right. I show a couple of friends, which I probably need to show strangers more than friends because, you know, friends are obliged to be like, oh, that's nice. Right. While strangers, you don't really know them. Be like, oh, OK, I don't really like it. I'm like, OK, why? <laughs> so, yeah, my website design journey is coming up. Uh, I'm hoping to put that up on Fiverr and see how that works out and really test. Right. Because at that moment, I will really know if I can if I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and once I really put myself out there. Another thing I'm trying to do, too, is make some YouTube videos. I think I'm just going to make some random projects on YouTube, just design projects. See if I'm getting design process right, put myself out there, and just kind of film my whole process of thinking of ideas and making ideas, like just different case studies. And we'll see how that goes from, like, step one step. Like, you know, this will be brief, of course. It's not going to be something quick because i have only be consistent with it, I can't go deep dive into it. Maybe the first one I will just to really demonstrate it and know what I'm doing, and then I can lean it out as time goes on. At least that's my plan. Another thing I really want to do is just doing simple designs that come off my head. Right? Like, just things to, like, I have this thing something cool to draw, right? And 3D model it, and then um, just render it and then show it as a 3D model, and maybe do a quick prototype. Um, Another great idea I thought of, right? I guess I'm just telling y'all all (laughs) all the ideas and things I'm working on, and hopefully it works out. Um, I bought this book called the pocket universal methods of design 100 ways to research complex problems develop innovative ideas and design effective solutions now there's a hundred ways to do it and i don't think a lot of people have the time or memory to remember 100 different ways to like test out design so i kind of want to test out all these 100 designs so you guys don't have to right i will not do that on youtube I put it on YouTube, maybe put it in a blog post, and really rate it and compare it to each other, like the pros and cons of each method that book, this book provides, right? And they have a lot of references and all that too. Uh, of course, most of it's gonna be done with me alone. Uh, maybe I'll ask a couple of friends to help me out depending on their schedule, because I'm 23 and most of my friends are adults and work nine to five. So, and then most of my friends are also gamers, so they kind of like to stay home playing video games, right? Uh, but yeah, maybe a couple of my friends can come on and help me, because uh, I, I highly doubt I can do some of these. I saw one of them was, like, role-playing, and I was like, how am I gonna, like, how, I'm not that good of an actor. I'm gonna role-play five different personalities to think of a design idea, you know what I mean? I mean, I could, but I think it'd be a lot easier just having friends or family or people around you. That's another thing I really want to do, and that's also in the works. It's to the point where I have so many projects, I'm trying to keep track of all of them. And I'm trying to nail them one by one, man. Like, uh, working 9 to 5 and then coming home, spending, I think, 2, 3 hours a day on this. It's really cool. Um, I'm not going to lie. It kind of put a toll on me f- at first. But it's been, I believe, a month now of me just sacrificing. Not sacrificing, but, like, w- using my evenings um, to do or learn more things. And just... Pushing myself through all these things. Because so some of them get kind of stressful. I'm not going to lie. Like, my website design. Oh, buddy. There's so there's so many problems that arise. And it pissed me off, man. I, I literally almost threw a fucking chair. Okay. Let me explain to you guys. Okay. For guys who've never done website design or anything. Right. I'm using a site called SiteGrounds, Because after my research, I believe SiteGrounds is the best. No plugins. I'm not sponsored anything. No ads or whatever. I'm just kind of saying it. Right, Everything I say, every company I recommend is people that I uh, studied or researched into comparing to others because I always want to try to get the best deal. I hate getting into something and realizing like, oh, it's kind of garbage and this is way better. It kind of wastes my time doing this where everyone and there's a bunch of creators and mentors out there, free uh, content out there that kind of teaches you the basics and teaches you all that kind of stuff and blogs that compares all of them for you. So you don't really have to test that yourself. You can just go in and just read five minutes and then use the best one. Anyways, so I'm using a place called Sitegrounds to host my websites. And it's kind of cool to let you host multiple websites for the, I think they're hundred bucks a year plan. And I was like, all right, no, that's fair. because um, then I can host other people's websites and then, you know, maybe I can turn that into a business opportunity. Um, yeah, so with that, and then I use a theme called Divi, which apparently I believe powers 60% of the internet if I believe correctly. And I bought that theme. And I was using that to learn everything so far. And oh, man, at first it was fun and all that. And then I started hitting the problems. So I didn't realize there's called, something called a website CPU, where it is actually computing process power inside a website. So if you have too many plugins or too many images or whatever running on your website, it actually slows your website down dramatically. And your control panel, like everything where you have your whole user controls, whatever. Oh, buddy. I didn't realize, I didn't fucking realize, okay, sorry, I'm swearing, but I'm getting, this is, this is my emotions coming out. But I didn't realize, I didn't realize that. And then to make all those fixes took three times longer because I was sitting there fucking waiting for it to load. And then it would sometimes, it would time out and like just get out. And I was like, why, why is this, right? And it's another website called, I believe, like just Google website speed test. Right. And it's like the G matrix or whatever I put in my website to test out and it actually tells you all the statistics and, and gives you like maybe doesn't tell you exactly what is wrong, but it tells you a lot of symptoms and that kind of help you diagnose what could be wrong with your website. And it took me so long to figure out, man. I even like messaged the SiteGround support team, which they are amazing. Actually, they're quite amazing. They're very fast responding back. But that even then they were a little like they couldn't help me out much as much either because I was asking all the wrong questions Because I didn't know what was going on because I thought it's all the images. Okay, so like I'm telling the website problems Okay, so it went from me in the website and I thought oh man, the images aren't optimized They're not loading fast because all these images blah blah blah. So I deleted all my images I deleted everything in my media library But what ended up happening was meeting it making it worse because when I went back to check Now, there's a whole bunch of bad links and 404s, like it's missing and then it's requesting, they start requesting like all these missing files and actually make the website even slower because now there's missing files in there. And then when the end user is looking through them, I tried this through incognito mode, which is a good way to test it because if you're on the admin, you go to your website and online, it puts you inside the admin instead of the general website, what end users would use or see. Right, And it just became even slower. I was like, what? What is going on, man? And then so all these links were bad and there's like four or and all that kind of stuff. I just didn't understand why. Okay? And then finally, I don't know, stroke of luck. I don't know, maybe I just mistyped something on Google. But finally I came across this one blog, or forum. Thank God for these guys, man. I should have left a comment or shared or something. But they said like, oh, your voice was running slow. It could be your plugin. It's just your plugins. I'm like, what? And then I disabled like 90% of the plugs I had going because I had optimization plugs going on that's supposed to help make the website run faster. I had security. I had all this other stuff running, right? Like, not I didn't assume this that much. It was like, I thought it's like, you know, the foundation, the stuff I needed, right? SEO and all that kind of stuff. I needed to run the website. And then once I disabled like over half of them, over 90% of them, some of them were pre-installed and I assumed like, oh, they're, you know just there I assume I probably need them so I just left them there turns out you don't need any of them to run the website you can use there's like supplements which I should have thought of earlier and I turned off I think 90% of it and oh my god it fixed the whole problem just like that it really took me a week to figure it out it's a week of me just two hours every night before bed or before dinner in bed I guess is just sitting like man why is it, why is it so slow right well in in, give a take in between those like in that week i kind of just effed off and did other things like i decided like read books and all that right and it's like all right man if i'm struggling maybe i'll figure out later right and it, it kind of worked out right. but yeah oh buddy that that was the, the most annoying thing right and also image optimization it's best to do it right off the bat right. Do image optimize, do everything optimized right off the bat, man. You start that website, I think the first thing people should download is called, I think, EU, EWWW uh, Image Optimizer or U Optimizer. Something like that, along those terms for that plugin, right? That's pretty easy to do for WordPress. Um, yeah, man, do that right off the bat because it, it'll save you some headache, man. It'll compress the images without losing quality or too much quality or quality you won't even notice I guess right and then your website just run faster because of it and I did that um, I did some SEO and all that kind of stuff oh <sighs> man yeah no I went off that that pissed me off that pissed me off for the longest time but now the website's running well and I had to re-upload all the images and by the way WordPress, I don't know if you're ever going to listen to this, but holy shit, man, fix your bulk delete. Your bulk delete does not work, because when I tried to delete all my images the first time, I had to click one by one, deleting permanently, and I had 100 images, because I was also dumb. Another tip, don't upload all the images you think you're going to need into your online website, because that's what I did. It was a very dumb move, because you should just upload the ones you do need, Cause you won't drop down your internet. Cause I was like, all right, well, I can choose. I just I, I was being lazy. I was trying to cut corners. And I was like, all right, I'll just upload by mass, and then that way everything's there. I don't have to click and drop, click and drop, right? But reality is, if you just click and drop one by one from your folder that you think you're in need, right? Just make a separate folder of all the pictures and media that you think you're in need, and then on your website you can work on it if you need them. Then put them in. Don't put all of them in. Because trust me, deleting, I think, 200 photos one by one and the clicking the photo, moving on. I don't know, man. It's not that it's hard. It's just very time-consuming. And it it sucked. Right? And then when I found out it didn't work, it didn't help out, I was livid. Because I was like, oh, I just spent all the time. Right? Man. Just things, man. Like. that pissed me off. I was like, shit, man. And it pissed me off so much that I actually wrote in a book of things that pissed me off at WordPress. And so I have to avoid them. (laughs) That's my key. That's another tip, a secret tip from me, right? From Wilson, anything that pisses you off, write it down and then avoid it or find a way to work around it. That's what I do at work. Okay. Um, yeah man because i don't know what you guys for me i'm all about be- building systems i'm all about having everything automated or taken care of for you right for the most part like all the tedious stuff because like my brain i do not go deep into uh like keeping track of things or keeping track of emails I And mean, we have a million emails right i don't want to write it all down so i automated my email thing it's like oh if it's from this person send it here most likely it's that right, or if it has contained these keywords, send it straight to this folder, because then at that rate, I don't have to type search and look whatever, I can, uh, everything be right there, keep track of it, and I also print out all my, um, what's it called, drawings, anything that's revised or changes, I print it out, I mark it down, and then it's like, all right, that's the change of that one, and I have a hard copy of it, right? Just building systems for yourself is very, very helpful, so then anything comes your way, right? You just put it through the system and it will get taken care of for you that way and you use a lot less mental power and you can focus on the bigger picture of bigger projects or focus on the smaller minor details of your stuff that actually are critical to your project or thing versus worrying or forgetting this and that and all that kind of jazz, right? At least that's for me. I'm a big systems guy. I have to build systems for me and then I always have to build them around the fact. When I see the mistakes. Right. Uh, that's something actually keep. You know. That's another tip. That's the secret. I'm throwing a bonus tip for you. Secret tip number 11. Have a system book. Right. Things that piss you off. fight. Figure out. Figure out a way. Figure out a way to just get rid of it. And not worry about it. Me. I hate traffic. Example. All right. Tip number. Like I actually wrote this down. I hate traffic. I loathe traffic. Because I value my time right what more than value my time i just hate sitting in one spot for so long and then people annoy me because people can't drive right and everyone says that but it's true people just can't drive the majority of people just can't drive here and the in canada right not in canada but like in toronto specifically because trust me people drive so slow and i have no idea why or they'll just swerve in and oh i can go on forever about the highway anyways I hate traffic period i really hate traffic how do i avoid traffic i thought to myself either i quit my job but i need money so that's not an ideal situation so instead i decided to ask my boss hey it's a cool if I? what's the earliest time i can come to work and work eight hours and go home and he's like oh well office opens like 6 30. i'm like all right and then you know after a while working there uh i earned their trust or whatever to show up on time I'm consistent in showing up time so they can rely on me to actually show up on time and be the, be the first person there. I go there six in the morning. And by the way, guys, I work, um, you guys probably don't know this, like, but I, I live one hour away from my workplace, right? Driving typically takes about an hour to get there. Uh, that's with regular traffic. But with me, I was like, all right, well, if I work, wake up in the morning, I completely because I wake up before anyone else is awake. That means the road is completely free. And believe it or not, guys, that one hour trip literally turns into a half an hour trip. And that's the only reason why I wake up four forty-five in the morning every weekday. Because I can't deal with that traffic. I would rather wake up four forty-five, right? And take I usually take about half an hour to get ready because twenty minutes of it is me just rolling around in bed, actually fighting to get up, and then ten percent of me getting ready and going. <laughs> Right, but literally half an hour. I literally sit there, drive, right? Literally at the highway speed, zip, zop, boom. I'm there in half an hour. I'm just like, yo, I literally just like save myself a half an hour today. Like times that over a week, like half an hour ent- throughout the entire week. That's a lot of time I saved, man. And also on the way home, because I wake up, I start work at six, eight hours later, I go home at two, right? And then here rush hour is at four o'clock, right? Two is when it starts. It starts to like v- like ramp up and then three it starts to exponentially go up and then four is like peak that's when everyone's going on four to six where the worst time to go on the highway in uh, Toronto right so as 46 is peak I'm two hours before the peak and that te- and then that generally takes me about an hour to get home in so yeah versus because um, I actually drove home once during the peak because I worked overtime after that one experience, I could never, I either pull a 12-hour shift, I work till the last person there, right, which is like from six, I did this a couple of times, where I work from six in the morning till six or 6.30 at night, right, so about 12, maybe 12 and a half hours, or maybe 11-hour shift, right, till the last person is leaving, right, and then then drive home, because then at six, that's when traffic sort of die down, right, that's when it starts to don't down because everyone's already gone home or most most of the way home right and yeah I, I take my chances man like I trying to hate traffic I either work f- like I, I there's no in between for me it's either gonna work eight hours or I work 12 hours there's no in between I'm not doing I'm not doing the whole oh I'll work maybe an extra hour and then go home because that peak hour literally takes me an hour and a half man an hour and a half can you believe how much that makes me feel right because I just leak myself in the car, like, in the morning, like, wow. takes me half an hour to get to work in the morning. And it takes me triple the time to go home. What? Triple an hour and a half to get home? Are you dumb? Hell no, man. Hell no. I can't do that. I can't deal with that. So, yeah. Write down what pisses you off. Because traffic pisses me off. Right? Traffic really, really grinds my gears. I just can't and it bugs me so what do i do gotta do the next best thing wake up in the i would rather wake up early and leave early so i completely avoid traffic right and i don't want to do it the other way around because i know for a fact i'm not a morning person it takes me 20 minutes to get up in the morning guy so like yeah think about it if it takes me 20 minutes to get up and then i know i don't have to get to work there's no pressure for me to go to work Right? And say if I went to work at like 10 or 12 or whatever, right? Then I work till 8 p.m. Yeah, I get home quick at 8 p.m. But even then, it still might be traffic. because 8 p.m. People are out and about and hanging out or going to the mall and coming back home from the mall, or whatever, right? There's still be traffic lingering. And I'm not going to wake up in the morning and do work because I'm just not that type of dude, right? Uh, it's different when I actually have work that pays me and expects me to be there. And I got to be professional and all that kind of stuff. I would rather go to sleep early because I have a talent to knock out. That's one of my special talents to go to sleep on command and then just, you just wake up. That's just wake up 20 minutes struggling out of bed in the morning. But I rather that, you know, anyways, maybe I ranted too long. I hope I didn't bore you guys. Hope you guys had fun. I hope you guys enjoyed the book review or book analysis tips, giving away tips and all that. Um, the next book I'm going to do is called Talking to Humans, which I actually want to try out. Um, probably vlog it, whatever. But I first need to have a design idea to really test it out. And uh, I'm going to put it out there for you guys. Uh, I'm going to talk about it first here. And then maybe hopefully an idea comes to my head about it. And I'll test it out for you guys. Uh, but yeah, the next book is called t- Talking to Humans. I still haven't gone around editing my friend's podcast. Episode with uh, my friend Netherlands. I'm really sorry about that. I really do want to It just keeps slip- slipping my mind I need to put down the to-do list or I'm never gonna do it. Yeah guys. I hope you has a fantastic week I hope you had a great great week again, I'm Wilson and pff, Half an hour to now pushing to an hour damn. I really had a lot to say. I really have a, a long week. I guess but, I'll guys, I'll keep you guys updated. If I didn't, if I don't say anything about my next updates next week or whatever about what I'm doing, it probably means I'm still working out the kinks. And there's nothing for me to mention because, like, I kind of just put it out there just now. Everything I told you about, all my hardships and all that, right, it's just happened over, like, the weeks I've been trying to work. Or not work, Learn. Uh, there's a couple other things that's going on, but I'm not sure I'm going to talk about it yet. There's other people's projects, but I don't want to put it out there because I don't really have their permission to do so. I hope you guys have a great week. Oh, one more one more thing, one more thing. I've gotten a lot better at sketching, right? It's still garbage from my girlfriend's eyes. My girlfriend looks at me it's like, it's getting better, but it's not good. And I was like, okay. It's getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better at sketching. I'm very happy about that. I think the next step now is I'm getting better at doing basic shapes and all that, I rounded corners. Oh, I had the strong, like hardest time to make rounded corners and drawing straight lines, a straight-ish lines. My biggest thing is now is just drawing in perspective. I always lose track of perspective, and I'm I don't know, maybe just me. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just want to put that out there that I'm getting a lot better at sketching. I'm really happy about that fact. Okay, I'm very proud because like, oh, I just want to be able to sketch well, well enough to communicate my ideas at least. Uh, like nothing like the Instagram stuff. I'm getting a lot better at sketching. I really want to hop into digital sketching next. At least that's my plan. But yeah, what well, you guys, man? What's what's your what are you guys up to? Please hit me up, man. Send me a Instagram DM. I'm more than happy to talk about design or anything really right or show me your projects or sketches whatever i'd be more than happy to talk about them or show them maybe my stuff right and if you think your stuff is bad I'll, I'll show you my stuff and uh i think you'll feel a lot better about yourself <laughs> all right guys that's it for today's uh podcast or this week's podcast i'll catch you guys next time badum, 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 badum.